Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Amy Glicker, and in this week's episode, it's time to go back to the circus. And oh boy, things have changed. So I want to talk about the circus and this subsystem, as they're called, within the adventure path. Now, it's very odd because this adventure path was geared as the, quote, circus adventure path. And obviously, in the very beginning, you started out with a circus. But very quickly, the circus has really fallen to not just the back, but like the bottom. Like it has just been like beyond an afterthought at this time. And the other issue is that the subsystem of the circus is not that great, um, at least as it's written. And look, I'm not blaming anyone. Subsystems are hard, trust me. As someone who is making a subsystem of monster parts for Pathfinder, I've had to test this, retest this. We're still testing it and fine-tuning. We're fine-tuning this thing for, it's actually almost been a year now. Like we have just fine-tuning and fine-tuning and fine-tuning to make sure it is just right. And that is what is needed to make a system really work. I guarantee they did not do this with the circus system. They basically came up with something, thought it was pretty good, tried it out, maybe, maybe, and then just, you know, had everyone try it and do it, and that's it. And, you know, that's the problem with these subsystems. Like, the first time we did, it was great. Second time, it was okay. Third time, it was like, eh. He's starting to see, like, the holes and how to break it and had to refine it. So, what does that mean? Well, this is an interesting week because half of the party said, you know what, I don't really want to do the circus, or at least I don't want to do the minutia of the circus. And we thought, as in me, because I also didn't want to do minutia of the circus, because there's a lot of math, a lot of bookkeeping, it's fairly complex. It doesn't help that they use the word trick like five times to describe like the same eight things. So it's like, trick this, trick that, trick that. I'm like, oh my god, I can't figure out what the hell you're talking about. It is so confusing. Anyhow, we decided to, quote, simplify the circus. Now, half of the party thought simplify the circus was, oh, we're just going to go in, talk about what happens, and spend 10 minutes doing the circus, and that's it. Well, the other half of the party, they didn't get that note, and they wrote out their acts in extreme detail. Which brings me to this week's topic, which I talk about on the other podcast in a different way. In that podcast, I talk about bookkeeping, but in this podcast, I'm going to talk about the other half of that, which is mechanics that are outside role-playing and making sure that everyone was on the same page. Now, I actually made a mistake because I thought, and I said this to everyone, that, okay, we're going to kind of simplify the circus. Now, some people thought simplify the circus was we literally are just going to talk about the circus for like five or ten minutes and then it's over. But the other people thought simplify the circus means, oh, okay, we're just going to take out some of the complex math, but we're still going to do all the roles and we're going to still do all seven acts and everyone's going to get to describe their acts. And I did take out certain parts in the episode. I will tell you, that's why you want to join the Patreon and listen to the live show, because you would have heard all this if you were listening to the live show, uh, where we actually discussed whether or not we were going to do the circus in its entirety. And it kind of gets into minutia, so I took it out because I felt it was extremely distracting. I, I don't feel like it really added anything, 
and it just ended up being messy. So I took it out, but there was a discussion, not a fight, a discussion where half the party thought, well, I thought we were spending five minutes doing the circus, and that was it. And you can obviously tell the other half of the party was like, no, we wrote out pages of information on what we want to do with our acts. And afterwards, I will say that the half of the party that realized that they wanted to cut it out, they realized, hey, you know what? Yeah, I didn't want to do it, but the other people did. And it's important that everyone gets to play the game they want to play. And it was fine. They realized that later. And I spoke to them afterwards and I said, look, listen, you know, we might not love doing the circus. And I think it's kind of a little played out. But obviously not everyone believes that. So we're just going to have to figure out a middle ground, which we did. And the middle ground is I simplified the circus. I simplified the math. I simplified the roles. I basically just have you either critically succeed, critically fail, succeed or fail. And then I just literally count them up. And if you have more successes than you have failures, then you do really well. And that's it. Before there was this whole complex system with numbers and math. And I don't want to get into it because as you get higher levels, it sort of broke. So instead, I'm just making it a simple yes, no success or failure count them up and the more successes you have the better you did or the other way around or the more failures you have then well the worse you did and that's it and there's a lot of things like with money and buying stuff i kind of took a lot of that out because it was silly and it wasn't really working that well so again we're just going to narrate most of the circus and build it around the way we want so i'm kind of rambling here but the point is is that if you don't think a subsystem is working change it okay you don't have to use these subsystems as written i change them all the time which is only weird because we like to play rules as written and i'm very strict about that the reason i'm strict about that is because well that's the game mechanic that's the core game you don't want to change that around but subsystems which are unique to an adventure path feel free to change those all you want because you're never going to use them again that's unique to this game in this session. And as long as everyone's in agreement, who cares? Go ahead and change those. I even changed the subsystem of the ship combat into Dead Suns, if you notice. I completely redid it by the end because we kept doing ship combat and it was getting a little rote. I know by the time you're listening to this, they completely redid ship combat. But at the time, ship combat was still the original rules. And even Paizo admitted that the original ship combat rules it didn't work well and they uh, rewrote them completely. But we rewrote them quite a bit because by the end of the adventure path there was actually a lot of ship combat and I made it way more exciting and way more fun for everyone. So again, my point is if there's a subsystem or some part of the game that you don't like, just, just rewrite it, you know? But very important, make sure you talk to the players and make sure everyone is on the same page because very simple miscommunication of oh we're going to make the circus subsystem shorter and less complex one half thought oh that means we're just going to uh, spend five minutes on it and the other half was oh we're just going to take out some of the math and some of the gold spending and that's it but we're still going to do everything else so just make sure you all are clear on what that means because i myself messed that up but it all turned out okay in the end Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show notes. So, show notes this week. Well, what's going on? RPG Superstar. Well, don't forget, it only goes to the beginning of December, and that is coming up a lot sooner than you think. And you can enter up to three monsters, which I believe you want to do. Trust me, 
make sure you go to rpgsuperstar.com and you too can look up the rules. You can see how it works. There's an interactive template that allow you to build monsters. What you can do is build your monster and save it. And you can just, you know, keep going back to it as many times as you want. Keep refining it, fine-tuning it, and then when you're ready, submit it to the contest. And you can do that up to three times. And then you can win prizes. You can appear in the next Battle Zoo Bestiary. You can do lots of cool things. So make sure you check that out. Just go to RPGSuperstar.com and you too can, well, become a famous monster author. Also, the pre-order store has opened. If you missed out on the Kickstarter for Battle Zoo Bestiary and all the other books, just go to BattleZoo.com. And let me tell you, this thing is getting so big. I was working on probably a player's guide, and I went through the player's guide, and it was over 100 pages. So I realized, damn, man, I'm uh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really in trouble. Okay, what I really mean is that you are going to get the biggest bang for your buck, because I originally thought, eh, we'll just do an adventure. And it was going to be like level 1 through 10. And then we're like, well, let's do level 1 through 11. Well, then we need a whole bunch of ancestries. Oh, wait, then we have to tell everyone what the world is like. Oh, and then we have to go through the whole religious and god system. Oh, wait, and then we need a whole bunch of new archetypes. Oh, and then a whole bunch of new backgrounds. Oh, and then a whole bunch of new magic items. And let's add that all together, and it's 100 plus pages, and holy moly, okay, this is getting crazy. So, there's a lot of information here. You're just going to get a ton of stuff. And of course, it's all being written by some of the best people in the industry. We are going through the stuff with a fine-tooth comb. And wait until you see the artwork. The artwork is ridiculous. I mean, I can't even get over this stuff. I'm looking at this, and I can't even believe how beautiful the artwork is. And, you know, I see a lot of these books. And what they do is they spend a lot on the cover. And then they have a couple of, like, full pages or half pages. And a lot of the spot art, you know, sometimes it's black and white. Sometimes it's, like, you know, okay at best. This... Forget it. Everything's amazing. The spot art, amazing. There's no black and white. I don't have black and white in any of my books. All full color. I went absolutely crazy. I asked all the authors, like I said, give me every piece of art you have in your adventure. They did. I said, okay, that's good. Give me more. I want a picture of anything that appears. If it is in the adventure, I want a picture of it. I want pictures of everything. If you talk to one NPC, I want it in there. And they're doing it. They're giving me every single thing. I hate that when they list like eight NPCs in Adventure Path and they show the pictures for like two of them. It drives me crazy. So I'm like, man, if there's eight NPCs, you're getting eight pieces of art, okay? Everyone, everything, everything is going to be in this book. I'm talking about the Jewel of the Indigo Isle. This thing is going to be unbelievable. Trust me, this thing is going to be epic. We're doing things you've never, ever done. I went to the best writers. I said, look, we're going to break the machine. We're not breaking the mold. We're not even breaking the machine that makes the mold. I found a factory that makes the machines that make the molds. And I'm breaking that because we're going crazy on this thing. I told them we're going to do things that have never been done, ever. And I mean never done in a role-playing game. And they're being challenged, and they love it. I said, we're going to come up with these new systems, these new rules, new mechanics that I can't explain how, but 
I know for a fact they're going to work because they're based on other things that work. So we're just bringing other mechanics from other games into role-playing and mixing and matching. And we're putting chocolate in the peanut butter and you guys are all going to love it. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait to try it out and play it. I think it is going to just be a game changer. It's, it's going to be great. Anyhow, check that out. Just go to Battlezoo.com and you too can pre-order the Battlezoo Best Hair, which should be out any day now. And you can order the Dragon Ancestry book, which Mark has written a lot of it. And so we really know how the dragons are going to work. And I think you're going to love it. And, of course, the Jewel of the Indigo Isle, which is going to be an entire world plus a massive, mega, awesome adventure path. I've said it before. It's Indiana Jones meets Pixar meets Guardians of the Galaxy. That is the easiest way to describe what this is. And it is becoming that. It is really becoming the best of all of those movies combined. I'm very excited. And a touch of Pirates of the Caribbean, just a touch. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Last we left off, you investigated old Kiru's place. And you found out it was haunted. And you... We're not prepared for the haunting. Oh, no, you were not. So you ran away. Ran away like the cowards that you are. But you did find horse skeletons, which disintegrated as soon as you touched them. And you found a well filled with water. Bad water. Water that Hap insisted was hiding something. But no one else wanted to investigate it with her. So you left. And you went back to the town. And then you confronted Opper Vandy and found out his shame. Oh, the shame, shame, that he has a debt that cannot be repaid, no matter what he tries to do. And perhaps, maybe just perhaps, this outstanding debt is the cause for all these innocent deaths. Who knows? But now... It is time for you to figure out what are you going to do? Are you going to enjoy the comforts of Carrick? Are you going to set up the circus? Are you going to go investigate towers? Or are you just going to give up this whole adventuring life and, uh, you know, just decide to you know do something else? You tell me. How many days was it till the circus? Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, a human witch of curses. You haven't started any advertising or set up? I mean, in theory, you can do it uh, today if you really wanted to. Gotcha. But usually, the traditional week. It usually takes a week for you to set up the tents, get everyone prepared to do some advertising, things like that. That's the traditional time. I see. So the circus is whenever we set it up, days. Lauren Sig is playing Hap, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. Yes, the first time. After the first time, you can't do it more than once a week. So, in theory, the first time you do the circus is the first time. And yeah. then it can't be done any sooner than a week because, you know, just no one will show up because it's the same old, same old. And plus, there's only 2,000 people here, and it's not exactly yeah. a huge audience. So, Does it make sense to prep and advertise for the circus here, do the circus... Then bring the circus north, let them set up while we do the tower, and then do the circus there. I like that. And I'm not convinced that there being only 2,000 people here means we won't have folks coming from around 
you know, the Isle of Kortos to come see us. We're online, baby. We're really good at what we do. <laughs> I've got a master's in performance, you know? Well, <laughs> well, you do know the Shunies are showing up in force because yeah. you can yeah. rescue two of the five. I mean... <laughs> hey, we I did mean, what we could. We yeah, tried. I mean, um, you did what you could. I mean, at least two of them lived, right? I mean, you did did the best you could. In this case, 40%. Yeah, so we could do the circus here in Carrick. Then we could bring it up to Matt and Cleave. Let them set up while we do the Wellspring Tower. Then do the circus in Matt and Cleave. And then go to Castanley. Wasn't there a... Um, wasn't Turpin Row having a festival that we wanted to attend and throw the circus there at the same time? Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Varys, a half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. Yeah, and that was in a few weeks, I believe. Correct. Oh, okay, yeah. So we can do that third. Yeah, we could do Carrick, Matt and Cleave, and then way down to Turpin Row. That sounds like such a good plan. Yeah, either Turpin Row or Castanley first, depending on depending the Depending on the schedule. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's get ready for the circus. All right, so let's advertise. Get it going. This is Hap's favorite part of, you know, going around to these towns and seeing people and places. She just loves getting to put on a show and make folks smile and be happy. Well, you did, before we jump into that, you did just hear Vandy's shame and his whole complex history of how he set up the circus, circus, how he set up his... (laughs) He took a loan from Kuru, and then when Kuru passed, he didn't help the family. The family lost the farm, which was then taken on by, oh no. It was Swinton. He took the loan from Swinton. Swinton died. The wife and the kids could not keep the farm. They lost the farm. And then Kuru bought it up from them. Kuru knew about what was done and that Vandy didn't pay it back. Kuru died. And somehow some night lady knows about this. And that's who's tormenting Vandy. Yeah, there was that weird poem. And now you're actually in... The office with Opera Vandy, Darius, Atron, and O'Hara. And Hap is bothering to help downstairs with Riley. Oh, welcome back down. Like, I was just in there while, while they were in the room, like, investigating. Okay, so... Now what? What are you gonna do? Because they're... You just heard this. So you're just like, oh, that's cool. All right, and then leave, and that's it. I mean, we'll give them free tickets, I guess. I think what we have to do is find out who this night lady is because that somehow this Kuru told her and that's that's how she mm, knows and is using some spirit or something to come to you it is not the ghost that the spirits have already said this this is not the ghost we have to find who that is but I I don't think it is actually the ghost of the daughter because they know it is not the ghost well, what, 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 what's a night lady? Do, do you know what that is? No, but there's someone at least who can get to your dreams. My dreams? Oh, that, that does not sound good. I think the best you can do is try to ignore it. Uh, well, I'll do what I can, but if she shows up, someone dies. It happens. Yes, but I... Don't think that there's anything you are doing. It is this other woman or something the woman knows, but 
it's not you specifically, so giving it attention, I, I don't know. But the best you can do is ignore. I, I maybe look into what happened to the daughter, and maybe you can pay her back. Well, she, I told you, they're, they're all dead. Oh, if the daughter is truly dead, then unfortunately the only thing you can do is maybe pay it forward to those the farm would have helped. That's what I've been doing for the last ten years. I do not think we can undo that, unfortunately. Uh, well, can you at least stay here with me? Perhaps perhaps if the daughter appears again that you can help out, maybe see her or help me at the, at the minimum in a uh, free room and board and all you can eat. How's that sound? If huh. that makes you feel better, yes. And we can try to confront whatever appears, especially since we will be here for some days to um, ready for the circus before we go to Matt and Cleef. Sounds great. Well, um, if there's anything you need or, or want to look around, just let me know. Yeah, anything to help this investigation. And please uh, keep, keep this just between us, this whole history. It's already very tenuous as to what's going on in the Grange and these murders, I think this would just put everyone over edge, and the last thing we need is that. Again, I I really want you to help out and, you know, entertain the people. Make a fun spectacle for everyone to have we fun. Will. We, we will do the best we can with the circus while we also fix the towers to fix the land and also attend to this night lady. But it might be ultimately, after all is um, rectified by us, you you talk to the people about what has happened. That might help you and the town honesty. We we seem to be seeing a lot of people that take from one um, people to help other people and forget about the first people. Speaking of it, it will be better if you cannot fix it immediately. Okay, that, that that sounds great. So, um, uh, what what can I do to help with your circus? I mean, I gave you the gave you the land. I don't know if there's much more I can do. Uh, I'm not exactly in the business of cheering people up, if you know what I mean. Atron looks to Darius, Alhara, and Hap, and I do not. Um, what more do we need for the circus here? I guess if you know, tell people about it, things like that. Rob Termarco is playing Darius Varus. A half-elf monk of the mountain style. Uh, sure, sure, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll, uh, again, this is not a place where people come to celebrate. Of, of course, I mean, but if there are some who seek solace and entertainment, or wish to forget about their grief for a bit, maybe. Where everyone knows your name, you got it. Correct. Okay. And with that, he bids you adieu. He has much paperwork to do, tons of shipments to coordinate, all the various grain coming in to get to Absalom for the mm. big upcoming festival. And I guess we will head back to the circus. We haven't been back there yet. We came right here. So The circus, you say? Oh, Lord. Why do you say it like that? Oh, because I got to see if I even set it up. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, the circus is still intact. Yay, we're back at the circus. And what do you know? The land looks just like the land from the last book. <laughs> what a coincidence oh, no. about that. 
Eh, ignore all that forest around it. I'm just too lazy to move you onto a new map. There you go. Everyone's there. Matchstick. Flynn, Ufi, Gigi. Oh, yeah, we've got to work wisdom. the new people in. Everyone. Everyone's there. I wonder what's in this cave. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. That cave. That's that's just a fancy backdrop that they put up. It's like, ooh, the cave of wonders. What's buried under this tree? It's a new sideshow ooh, act. We can put a big <laughs> cat in there and tell you not to touch anything but the lamp. Don't try it. Don't touch anything. Don't touch it. So... This is all you, baby. I'm sit back and relax. You tell me what you want to do. Well, we got to advertise. Circus action. Yeah, we have to choose what we're buying, right? I thought we were demystifying the circus stuff and just being like, we're going to do our acts and not worry about it. Or are we not doing that? We are kind of demystifying it. That is correct. Demystifying isn't the right word. We are remystifying it. We are specifically mystifying it. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say. We are simplifying it. In the sense that, just tell me in general what you want to do, and then we will do it. And then, the only thing I'm really going to worry about is the specific acts, things that can go wrong, things that can go right, and that's about it. Right. Oh, okay. I have a whole three acts planned for my <laughs> for my performance. Oh, we're still doing the acts. Oh, I'm okay. just not doing okay. all the crazy maths. I'm gonna I'm gonna simplify the maths, and uh, okay. we're gonna keep doing that. So, well, we'll do probably flyers and have people go out and advertise like Otteron, and mm-hmm. have, I assume at least. Mm-hmm. And do we buy the liquor? Yeah, beer confections merchandise sure whatever you want you tell me yeah again yeah. though we are simplifying so i don't know that like we need to micromanage as far as do we buy this or do we buy that you know i'm just speaking abstractly yeah abstractly like what say. i'm gonna do is hap's gonna spend one day like maybe maybe getting like a bunch of the animal handlers with her and maybe we'll take the animals like through town so people can like awe and wonder at them you know and and try and try and advertise like that and i might spend another day like you know, just doing some small-time acts in, like, the center of town. Just to drum up support. Yeah, Alhara wants to do something similar. Setting up, like, little mini-demonstrations. Uh, not quite, like, full-on obstacle courses, where, but where she, like, you know, leaps over a carriage or something. And then offers bystanders the opportunity to try, you know, smaller feats of, of strength and endurance and agility. Uh, as a way to say, hey, come to the circus and see some real great stuff. I would like Darius to talk to... What is the name of the Pegasus, again? Winged, Winged wisdom. wisdom. That is the name. I thought it had, like, a name name. It no, like it has Sky a name. Chaser like or something. Yeah. The Majestic Misdancer. Misdancer. It's Misdancer. Misdancer. I want to know if you would be able to join me in dazzling the town before the circus. Hmm. Seems a little below me to uh, do advertising. Well, I don't know if it's advertising so much as wow. being majestic and flying over the town with me on your back, dressed as like some sort of flowy god, and you, the noblest of steeds, flying through the air. We don't even have to talk about the circus. We'll just be flying above the town and waving, and people will wonder, who are they? Hmm. Who's Miss Dancer? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Will I get top billing? Oh, I 
I want you to have top billing. This is the whole point. Well, if I'm the big number, then, uh... You're the big number. Okay, I guess that's acceptable. How could you not be? You're a Pegasus. But I want double oats for the remainder of the week. I'll give you double oats. And how many apples would you like? And sugar cubes. As many as I want. That's how many I like. Didn't we just save this horse's life from Mistress Duskwhite? And now she's like... Now she's like... I don't Welcome know to Hollywood. How it work. What? Whatever. I'm gonna get trough of apples and a sack of sugar cubes and and the best high level oats possible. The best oats, like you know, not horse oats, like people people oats that are delicious. Mmm, I do like it when the oats are made from people. Oh, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant like you know, like nature's valley. soil and green. Mmm, delicious. Like yeah. nature's valley. I'll put a tarp down though because those do get crumbly. Otteron, meanwhile, is like, you know, I'm from Nadal, where we raise horses. We know how to take care of horses that don't behave, so maybe listen mm. to the man. Good thing I'm not a horse, Otteron. But I would love to ride upon your back as we fly over the town. Ah, <sighs> fine. No saddle. Good no, luck, no brother. saddle. I'll use my muscles, of course. I'm pretty sure that up. would make me queasy. Huh. Oh, dear. Fine. We will go above town, but only at sunset, where yes. they can barely see me and think it's almost an illusion. In the either maybe at dawn and at sunset. Hmm, dawn. You know, I, I flying out of the sun as it rises. I do like to sleep in, but uh, maybe a uh, one or two days. Just early. one or two days. One or two. Yes. Okay. There we go. Bring me my oats. Yes. Is it yes, ma'am, or yes, sir? It's yes, ma'am. How dare you? Look, I'm not checking your junk. I'm going to go get the oats. Otteron's going to go around town and talk about how the group's actually going to different towns and investigating how to improve the yield of the fields and fix the growing problems. But in the meantime... They also work with the circus, and in order to encourage us as we go out there and have to approach problems, we need that morale, and we want to show them a good time. So they should come check out the circus in between all the adventures we're going through to help uh, fix the problems for their farms. Help us help you. That, I'm making you roll. That's a diplomacy check, baby. Thanks. Let's see how this goes. Oh, I don't think I roll over a nine anymore. I mean, diplomacy checks get harder and harder, even with townsfolk. I love it. Like, townsfolk (laughs) are becoming more and more savvy. No, it's not that. It's that Otteron has no idea what they're talking about. Like, none. They're going on about how to sow the fields and make it work and all that, and they're just like, what are you talking about, Bumpkin? I mean, seriously, how much farm work have you done, Otteron? I don't think Otteron's trying to talk about what to do on the farm. Oh, you're just trying to, like, make just them trying to be like, better. hey, your farms are dying because of magic. We're out there helping you, trying to fix it for you. So what you're saying is that magic is just killing everyone's farms, and so there's no hope? That's That's not good at all. So we were just hoping it was something to do with the seasons and the weather, but magic means that it's just hopeless. It doesn't even matter, man. I think Atron explains how they just fixed it on Iran. 
right? That's the other small island. I don't believe you. This is this is terrible. It's not hopeless as long as heroes are here to fix it. I'd like to make a diplomacy to fix this. Oh yeah, twenty-nine. Nice. The big strong woman. I believe in her. Look at her. She's just exuding power. I bet you she knows what she's talking about. That other one doesn't look like they've ever worked a day in their lives in the field. But her, oh, I bet she can plow a whole field by herself in one day. Oh, I can plow, all right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna save the day. We're gonna go and fix the land. So first come to our, our circus and see what we're capable of, and then you'll truly believe in us. Yay! The big strong girl, she knows what she's talking about. Yay, circus! I like how they're impressed by whatever Ahara and Adoran are doing, but not by Gigi the mammoth and Riley the fiery demon dog. I don't think they were impressed by what Ataran did. It sounds like no, they no, were... they hated what Ataran did. They liked <laughs> what Alhara did. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing? What are you? I didn't hear anything from you, Half. What are you doing? No, that's I, I said this. I'm doing. I'm gonna on on one day of advertising. I'm gonna I'm gonna round up the the you know the the ones who help me with the animals, and we're gonna have like a little procession like through town of like the, of of our menagerie of animals, you know. Oh, well, why don't you give me a diplomacy check to see how that goes? Oh, what about a nature check? Uh, why don't you give me a diplomacy check to see how that goes? Diplomacy, it is then. You're good with diplomacy. I'm not worried. I'm supposed to be. I I will be next 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 level. I'll be good at it. Right now, I'm I'm not. Yeah. Twenty. One higher than me. Well, they they like the parade. They, they were ignoring the little girl, but they sure liked what they saw because seeing a woolly mammoth with a half-orc is always impressive no matter what you roll. Yeah. See? That's your problem, Atron. You didn't bring any props with you. Atron's learning more and more they shouldn't help with the circus. It never goes Aww. well. What are you talking about? I need someone doing pyrotechnics for me. <laughs> and then finally, Darius. Darius? Mm-hmm? What shall we roll with you? I mean, it's Miss Dancer and I flying through the air, majestically. It'll still be diplomacy. Sure. With a bonus for being on a Pegasus? Yo, you're getting a big bonus, don't get me wrong. 32! Oh my god! That's like a double critical success. Oh my god, it's like Zeus is flying through the sky! Who's Zeus? I don't know. Is that what you do? You dress up like Zeus? Oh, I'm, and you're like, I dress up like some generic godly, like, you know, like a white flowing, you know, toga. Like Gozra? Are you Gozra on a cloud? Like some sort of like... Perseus? Like, like I want to be vague so people read into, like, I, I think it's, look, up in the sky. It's it's It's, it's, it's a it's bird. Gozra. It's a plane. Yeah, it's right. a horse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like it's some godly creature that works at the circus. Greetings, mortals. I am one of your deities. Yeah. <laughs> right. I am one of many deities. Greetings, mortal. I am going to be performing I for you. I am an immortal being on the back of a pegasus. I don't know why an immortal being wants to perform for you mere yeah. mortals. It should be the other way around, but it will happen. That's right. Look, <laughs> when you get to be immortal, you live a long time, you get bored. 
So you need to entertain the masses to no longer right. be go bored. Like, I know a lich who's an MMA fighter now. What's MMA? Mixed martial arts. Don't you have that here? Oh my gosh. No! Maybe that's <laughs> what you can bring after the circus is over. After the circus, yes. <laughs> Although, don't we just call that adventuring? Yeah, mixed martial arts is just monk. Oh yes, monks. We know what those are. Yes, yes. We have many of those. Monk fights. Anyway, go to the circus and maybe you will be graced by the majesty of Mist Dancer. And then I, I, I wind chimes. Ling, 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 ling. Ding, ling, ling, ling. That was a very good first day. Oh, Darius, don't don't worry mm -hmm. about this. Uh, mm -hmm. Give me a will save. Just a, just a will save. Yeah, don't worry about it. Thirty-three. No, oh, that's a good, good, good do job. I, do I feel like there's a problem somewhere? No, nope. just flying a little close to the sun is all. No, no, don't worry about it. Okay. Kill mm -hmm. all humans. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Okay. So. I presume this is just what you're going to do throughout the rest of the week. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Okay, that's fine. Do you want to do any investigation of the mysterious ghost girl as well while you're doing this? Yeah. Or is there anything else you want to do while you're doing this? Because you do have a week, so you can kind of mix it up. If there's anything specifically you want to do while you're preparing for the circus, uh, now is the time you let me know. Do you use the shuni shovel? And start digging up things for fun, for example. <laughs> okay. I want to dig up some information. Uh, <laughs> yes, let's dig dun, up some information. Oh, well, there you go. What are you going to try to dig up? Otteron's going to ask about the Night Lady. Try to gather info. Anyone's heard about it, heard that name before, etc. Nightbird? <laughs> okay, Night Lady. Well, that will be a check that I okay. will do in secret. Ooh. Night lady. You're getting a lot of information. They all keep pointing you to um, the brothel. Oh, wrong lady. That's the information you got. Great. After a few hours of asking around. That's what you meant, right? Nope. Anyone else want to do things? That's only... I can I can do that. If that's your whole week, I can do a couple rolls. If there's anything else anyone else wants to do besides that. Yeah, I mean, Alhara's gonna, like, while she's doing her demonstrations and chatting with hooks, she wants to see if she can pick up on local rumors. I know we did that before, but, like, there's gotta be some other hint or lead that we're missing, so she's just gonna poke around and see if she can figure anything out. About? Well, I don't know, specifically as it uh, relates to Mortuary Guy. Okay, I will abstract this. Alhara spends the rest of her week getting to know the locals hanging out at local pubs, doing arm wrestling, feats of strength, stuff like that. And throughout her week of debauchery, I mean celebrations of Kyrgyz, she finds out something interesting. I don't oh. know if it's useful, but it is a fascinating thing. I'm listening. You do find out that a high proportion of the victims, ahem, people who died, unexpectedly, all had run-ins with the law during their lives, mostly, you know, for minor infractions of various kinds, but um, they all appeared to be a little unlawful. None of the people who died were good people. Hmm, interesting. So, like, like no one's up in arms about if bad people died, essentially, which is why it's not a bigger deal? It's starting to get a big deal, because a lot of people are dying, but... 
They were all various ages, ancestries, occupations, stages of health. The only thing that seemed to be common is they all died in their sleep. But after a week of discussing this with people, you also seem to make the connection that all of them seem to have run-ins with the law. Nothing major, Interesting. but all of them did, that you know of. I wonder if the older ones were, like, worse people and the fresher ones were just, like, pickpocketed here and there. You also found out that there's a total of 21 swarth folk that have died in their sleep over the last 14 months. Anyone else want to find out stuff? I would, but I can't think of any way to pursue a lead. I mean, Darius will do his thing where, you know, he talks to people at the pub at night to get mm-hmm. some stories out of people as they're blinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll make a check, or you make a secret check. I'll make a check. How drunk are you getting? How drunk am I getting? Not that drunk. Okay. Just, you know, buzzed. You talk around, you talk to a few people, and after, you know, a couple of nights of also exploring the same leads, you find out that um, a lot of people, they never... They were all disinclined to speak ill of the dead. And they, they, they discussed them in flattering words such as, you know, they had a capricious spirit. They didn't have a lot of respect for the law. Mm, you know, they sometimes put themselves above others. But, you know, we all do that sometimes. Things like that. They, they didn't all seem like good people that died. They all seem to be kind of uh, kind of not good people at all, in fact. They all seem to be, like, kind of got what they deserved. Oh, okay, so they, these were, on some level, criminals? Or at least they were hurting people mm. in some way? No one really shed a tear when any of these people mm. died. Okay. And they all seem to be uh, a little bit chaotic, if you will. Well, chaotic is fine, as long as you're not being a jerk to people. So it's similar to what you learned from Elhara. Right. But Elhara learned a little bit different. The only difference is that you found out that these people were definitely not of the nicest. No one, everyone seems to be very careful in what they're saying about the dead. And no one's right. like going they're on and on. trying to find uh you know, different words to say, you know, mean things, but not be mean. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, that is what you discover. Acheron continues their exploration of the Night Lady and finds out absolutely nothing. Yeah. No one knows what the heck a Night Lady is, who a Night Lady is. Doesn't mean damn thing to anyone. Yeah, maybe a mat and cleave. You also spend your evenings at the mortuary. And the good news is that no one else died during your week there. And there was no more dreams. So maybe you were able to help out. Who knows? We'll find out. I have an idea. So I could try to investigate something. Mm-hmm. If you guys share that, you know, folks on the wrong side of the law have been, you know, the ones dying, then... We could talk to the constables and see, like, 
you know, who's causing you problems right now, and we can maybe keep an eye on them. Do you guys think that's a good idea? I think so. Okay, we sure. We could find others that maybe would be targeted by this thing, whatever is doing this, if it is people that are mm, of a criminal nature, or at least not favored by the rest of the people. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll go talk to the constable, but I'm going to bring one of our circus people with this because I need an adult with me if I'm going to get taken seriously at all. So I'll bring Evora Yarkit, the uh, the orc who rides Gigi the Mammoth. I'll bring her with me. Okay. I mean, this is going to be at the very last day because it takes okay. all week to yeah, learn yeah, this. Yeah. But you can go talk or try to talk with the mayor of the town. Because mm -hmm. he's also the law. Mayor Pavar Altrusty. And they're very, very busy. So what, what's this all about? We've heard all about your circus. Uh, is there something you need? Well, my friends have been talking to Opera Vandy. And we heard about your, your problem with people unexpectedly dying in their sleep. And one of my compatriots discovered that it seems like it was people on the wrong side of the law who have been unexpectedly dying. I didn't know if maybe there was someone who's particularly bothering you right now that maybe we could keep an eye on to see if someone comes after them. Well, give me a diplomacy check. Alright. Last time I rolled a 5, which means this time it'll be a 15. That's how, that's how this works, isn't it? We'll find out. Oh, it's close. It was a 13. Okay. He's like, oh, more of that. Oh, I've heard you've all been asking around about this. And he whips out a, a large folder filled with papers. And he says, yes, yes, 21 swarth folk have died in their sleep over the last 14 months. And he's looking through it. He says, yes, yes, a high portion of the victims had run-ins with the law during their lives. Most for minor infractions of various kinds. But this tendency towards unlawful behavior, it's not universal amongst the victims. Uh, in fact, uh, there's a good 6-7 in here that never had any problems with the law. Uh, they weren't necessarily the most mm, nicest of people, but they didn't have any run-ins. So I, I, I believe that... Yes, yes, many of them did, but not all of them. So uh, I, I think it's uh, overreaching to try to say that you want to look at certain people. And to be honest, this is happening throughout the entire Grange. And that's, you know, hundreds of square miles. It's not just in Carrick. It, it's pretty much anywhere this has been occurring. Uh, my jurisdiction is just Carrick, so you would have to go to the other towns and talk to their constables. Oh, oh okay. Well, thank you for your time. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, yes, I am very much looking forward to the circus. I, I've heard good things. Okay. Is it time for the circus? Is everyone done and ready? Let's do the circus. Woo! Well, presumably we use the new shows, since they're going to be new and different and strong. Yeah. Wow, look at the stands. They're completely full. Yeah, actually, I don't have all those people. Hold on. Of dogs. Oh, good. Yeah, that's right. Hold on. It's I a get... show for dogs. <laughs> I gotta get. Oh, that's right. I gotta get the rules up. Hold on. It's been so oh, long. Oh, I am definitely uh, incorporating throwing and catching things in my act. I'm sure that'll be a hit. Make <laughs> sure you get right. some audience participation. 
Oh, absolutely. My show is all about audience participation. Wait, is this the one where you're doing American Ninja? Uh, or like, I guess it'd be like Kortos Ninja or something? Basically, yeah. I'm going to do just an obstacle course to honor Kyrgyz and, you know, competition between folks. So I'll get two audience members to go through an obstacle course. And then Alhara is going to demonstrate going through it right after them. So basically they get to go through it and compete with each other and probably make fools of themselves. And then Alhara is going to nice. just like hopefully whip right through it. You should go through it first, don't you think? Just the, this is how it's done. See, it's easy. Now you try. No, because then they'll just be disheartened. I'm like, wow, you made it uh, look so easy. I don't want to do it. But if they yeah. do it first, it's like, oh, wow, okay. And everyone's excited. And then you go through it and they're just like, how in the hell did she do that though so fast? Are there big balls and water features that they fall into? Uh, absolutely, yes. And Great. like spinning platforms and yep, you got it. Love it. I hope you have like really weird characters in really big costumes, like just pushing them into pits. Yep. Okay. So we're still going to have act one opener. Act two is two tricks, the build-ups. Act three is the big number. And then act four is the finale. So who is going when? And as I said before, I mean, you can have the other acts go, but mm, they're probably more for a sideshow at this point. You got Fireproof Flame, Majestic Mistancer. You have the Smoke Dragon. Mm. These are all the new people you got from last time. Smoke. Miss Dancer is the premiere. That's right. The big you act? Big number. Mm-hmm. No, well, I want to see. No, she promised. Act. You promised her. I promised Miss Dancer. Well, Miss Dancer can first, and she can go with Alvia the Smoke Dragon. I've been preparing this act for weeks. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, anyhow, you also have the amazing Aquakineticist. Avora and GG and Fidget's fireworks. Yeah, all the new people should go. Absolutely. absolutely. Darius will not perform, well, by the way. So, well, you guys figure it out. So, there's seven slots, and whoever wants to go can go, including the new people. Go, figure it out. Darius isn't performing? No. You're not? No. Alhara and I haven't practiced, and she's been standoffish to me, so hmm, huh? there'll be no Darius on stage. I'll, I'll, I'll help from behind the stage. Oh, you, you can be, I don't know, pyrotechnics or something. Uh, Wasn't that like plus one to traits with the fire check or something? Tell me what you need and I'll, I'll help you. Absolutely. We need hecklers. Do you want to be a heckler? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't we think you do need, need those. hecklers. You can actually be a security guard. <laughs> That's cute. I mean, is that legit? I mean, can I help by quelling any Yes, Negatives? I swear to God, there's a thing. There's animal handler, backup clown, band leader, carnival barker, clown coordinator, costumer, lighting, medic, pyrotechnics, medic. and security guard. It's only the security guard and medic. What does pyrotechnics do? Tricks with the fire tree generate more excitement. Um. Yeah. But security guard is you take care of the riffraff. Ooh. That feels more in character for That's Darius. a good one, Darius. Yeah. Or Medic is anyone who fails a dangerous act can't be critically hurt. Do we have any injury trait acts happening? I'm not planning on using Most injury. of the NPCs. It's up to you. So our new ones are Mist Dancer, Avoran Gigi, and the Acrokineticist, right? I get that there's rules for this, but like... Can he be security, and then if someone gets hurt, he stops no. being security, the riffraff do what they're going to do, and then he... Nope. That's not how it works. Just choose your role. 
You get one half. Oh, which is more which is more likely to happen, uh, riffraff and, and heckling or injury? Well, here's the thing. Whichever one you don't pick is the one that we're going to need. So just pick the one <laughs> that you want the most. Uh, I, I want them both equally, so... Well, the, let's, um, let's do let's do medic so no one gets hurt. Medic. All right. Anyone else? <laughs> anyone else not performing? I want to help out in the back. I think we should try to fill up the circus and then go from there. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Well, the night has arrived, and sure enough, it is packed to the gills with people, or should I say, with doggies? As sure enough. All of the Shunis showed up, and then some. You have overflowing capacity. So we'd want to use the Pegasus. We'd want to use the fire dude, whose name I can't remember, and it's Magic not in the Yeah, the water aquakineticist and a Vorangigi. That's four right there, because there are new people. And then, you know, three of us, so that's seven. Mm, that's seven right there. Aren't there six total? No, wait, there's seven? Steve just said there's seven. All right. It's seven. Okay. I think that Alvis the Smoke Dragon and Mist Dancer would be excellent partners. That's not how it works. No, that's for act we two, mean that's not how it works. They can do acts next to each other. Next to each other, not together. Yeah, yeah, yeah I act know. Two? Oh, yeah, yeah. You think in act two? Well, act one is two acts, isn't it? Act or one act one is, is two, like, things? Is, like, two rings? No. No? Okay. That's oh. act two. Oh, okay. No, Act 2 is two rings. Right, that's what I'm saying. Okay, Act 1 is one ring. Act oh, 2 okay. is two rings. Act 3 is one ring. Act 4 is three rings. Oh, okay. I just want one of the one ring slots, and I don't care if it's first or third or whatever. I'll start right. us off then. Okay. I'm going to write all this down. So Act 1 is Ahara. Yeah, I think people are saying things, but since no one's actually managing it explicitly, okay. we're just sort of throwing things out in the all air. Right, no, and... we've got Act 1 is Ahara. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're just we're just planning out, like, in which order who's going. Like, it's not a big deal. So Act 1 is going to be Alhara. Act 2, we have two performances, which will go, I think, simultaneously. Which two are we doing? I think that the Pegasus and the Smoke Dragon would be pretty good, but, you know, there's all kinds of options here. Uh, the Smoke Dragon's one of the older ones, right? Not really. No, he's now. I thought the Pegasus insisted on going as the big number. Yeah, but Should I'm going to fight the Pegasus. Okay. Okay. So trick two is just trick two to trick three. Who's trick two? Miss Dancer and I thought the smoke person was older. No, they're now. He's middling. Like he didn't start with us. Well, he's level five. He's level five. He's. I assume the new people are all higher level. They're level eight. Yeah. So we shouldn't use the smaller ones. Uh, And and Fidget is level five too. I definitely don't like that they don't level up. So we kind of just have to use whoever is the highest level. All right, well, you have Mist Dancer, and then who's next? We have Ulfi, we have Mist Dancer. Just tell me, someone. Let's do the fire guy. Okay, okay. Matchstick fire thing. matchstick. Okay. Who's the big number? I want to be the big number. Apparently Hap wants to. Okay, and then She's the getting finale. too confident for herself. You got Vora, you got the Aqua, and then you also have... Yeah, we've got to use Gigi. Okay. The G- new people. Uh, so Evora and Gigi. And then Matchstick Flynn. Oh, well, we already put... We already slotted Finn in Act Yeah, two. Flynn's with Mist Dancer. So here we've got Evora All right. plus Aqua Gigi. Guy. We've got Ulfi. Is that his name? Yeah. Okay, Ulfi. We need one more. 
Well, those are the four new ones. Oh, wait, and well, where's Autron going to go? Is Autron performing? I don't know yet. I'm just trying to place the new people. Well, we've got one more slot on the third. We're going to put you in there. Avora and Gigi, Autocrinitis, and Autron? Avora and Gigi, Ulfi and Autron. Yep, that's what I've got. Ulfi's cool. water person? Yep. Okay. Okay. You you look outside. The place is packed. It's overflowing. There's a strong smell of wet dog in the room because there's just a lot of a lot of dog people out there. It looks like the whole clan came. They're all very excited. And with that, Marcel's like, "Ooh, this is so exciting! I haven't performed with you since, ooh, since well, the last time we performed, which was a year and a half ago or so. So, let's go out there and have some fun, right, Alhara?" Uh. Yeah, this should be... Sure, it'll be fun. All right. Why don't you start it off, Alhara? Big opening. Okay. Uh, Alhara will... Uh, once the, once the, the music swells and the lights turn on, she will say, Okay, uh, for our for this, this first act, I'm going to need a couple of volunteers. And like the audience can probably see that there's... Uh, several odd shapes, all covered in like big tarps and things, uh, and big linens, and uh, in in the background behind her, and she uh, looks for a couple uh, a couple people from the audience who who want to participate in something amazing. Uh, who does she get? So how are we simplifying this? By simplifying it, we didn't worry about we're gonna spend five gold on peanuts. We're gonna spend ah. twenty gold on. So this. we're still describing our acts and things. Yeah, yes. yeah, we're still describing the acts. Oh, good, not, good, good. I'm, I'm not just doing all the maths. Gotcha, I'm gonna do gotcha. abstracting because it gets very tedious yeah. Yeah, and like yeah, downtime. Yeah. We didn't do seven days of downtime activities. I just excellent. Do, that's what I meant. Uh, we're I still doing it. the acts and we're still rolling for those. Those aren't going anywhere. So who is Alhara choosing from the audience? I, I mean, I don't know. I was waiting for you to tell me who my volunteers were. Oh. Or unless it doesn't matter. Oh, there's... You, you asked for a volunteer. Oh, yeah, like I need to. every single person in the audience seems to raise their hand as awesome. they all need help because they all need fun and excitement. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, she's going to choose uh, a couple more athletic people, preferably, you know, of, of different different gender presentations and uh and have them step up to her and she says okay here's what we're gonna do i have set up uh in the honor of the the masterful and honorable kyrgyz uh some competitions of strength of speed and of endurance and the first competition is that of strength and she flourishes her hand and the tarps are pulled away and there is a like a the first part of a third of this obstacle course that has folks like climbing a wall uh, and then like leaping to another platform. Of course, the platform they're trying to leap on is like slowly rotating. Uh, and she, she says, okay, each of you have a, you know, a chance to do it. Uh, and she lets the two audience members go up there and jump for the platforms and try to see who can, you know, get closer to the, the bullseye in the center. That's uh, so almost like throwing darts. After they climb their, their way up. And once they've gone, she's like, okay. And now, uh, let's see how it's done. And she's going to scramble up the, the ladder uh, up onto the platform and time it just right to try to jump right onto the center of that platform with athletics. 
Uh, it's thirty total. Thirty. Uh, you 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 do it. You're not as graceful as you think you are, and uh, you make it on, but it's it's a little treacherous. You're like, hmm, I think the uh, the people who were on here before were made it a little wet. Hope that's uh, sweat and not something else. Is that not a success? It's a success, but barely. It's not a great success. It's a success. Okay. Good job. But DC's level with us, so we're at the point where, like... I know, but it's, it's literally a min-max stat for me. It's yeah, It's literally yeah. as high as it can possibly get. Yeah, mine too. And you I made rolled, it! I know, I rolled oh, an yeah. 11. Uh, all right, that's... All right, let me rephrase that. You made it easily with an 11. In fact, if you rolled as low as a 7, you would have made it. Maybe even a 6. That's pretty good. Okay, you made me sound like I hit the DC on the head. No, didn't you hear what I just said? I said the DC was 26. No, I missed that part. All right, so for the second leg of this adventure, uh, we've tested your strength. Now it's time to test your speed and agility. And uh, another canvas gets unfurled uh, and, and shows another part of this obstacle course, which has these like lots of moving platforms and those uh, those things where you have to like jump back and forth on like two slanted little walls, uh, where if you miss or you fall, you'll fall down the center and into a big bucket of water, and like a lot of like spinning platforms to grab a hold of and swing from. So it is time for an acrobatics check from our contestants. And so maybe the you know the the one gentleman is going across and he does the the walk back and forth really really well. And then he, you know, he, he goes to do the, the spinny part and he just, he completely misses. Like he didn't jump his timing to grab it right. And so it just sort of swings out of his reach and he just psh, right into the water. Oh, that's too bad. Let's, let's see what our other contestant does. Our other contestant just like destroys the sort of back and forth bit uh, where she's just going across and like goes to grab the little spinny part at the end and gets a hold of it but doesn't realize that the actual, this wheel that has all these like uh, handles sticking out, that the handles also rotate. And so she just slides right off of it after getting what she thought was a good grip. All right, now let's see how it's done. And on this one, then they they make it harder. So all of a sudden, like the, the thing that you have to jump back and forth across, uh, all these like diagonally slanted platforms uh, get wider apart and the, the spinning bit starts to spin faster, and Alhara is going to take a shot at it with acrobatics. This has the Agile trait, so even though it's my second check, uh, it will be only at a minus four. More so than enough. More than enough. Yep. So yeah. So she's able to leap back and forth on there and grab the thing and swing around and land on the next platform, and she says, uh, let's, let's give our contestants a hand, and she helps him up onto the platform that she's standing on. All right, you two, there is one more challenge, the challenge of endurance. And then the last canvas gets furled, unfurled, and, and there's this obstacle course that has like a long like zip line where you have to you know hold yourself up for a while to get on there and other challenges of endurance. On one of them, uh, you have to sort of, it's a little bit strength, but you have to like push these two bits apart like a stuck door with two sides and you have to sort of open it up and then like hold it and keep it open for a, a period of time. And as you're holding this bit open and like a sand is falling out of an hourglass to land on this platform until it gets enough weight on it that this door opens and you're able to continue. Uh, and so we'll have, first we'll have uh, ladies first this time. 
Uh, so we'll have the, the woman who's competing give it a shot. So I guess Steven's going to roll because he's rolling all the other ones. Ew, that does not look great. Oh, no. Great. So so <laughs> she's trying to hold to the zip line. And it's actually like you have to hold yourself up there a bit because this isn't one where you're hooked into it, right? You're just holding on it. And she gets like maybe halfway and then just falls into like this, you know, this big tub of water with a big old splash. Oh, better luck next time. Uh, sir, let's see if you can make it all the way to the great pinching doorway. Galarian Ninja Warrior. That's right. Oh my gosh, uh, he does such a great job. In fact, he shows off a little. So while he's swinging down, he actually switches hands on the zipline thing and lands backward. And it's just like, wow, sir, that was very impressive. But can you hold open the great pinching doorway? Oh my gosh, yeah, he certainly does. And just like, just rips it right open and stands there for a while. And it's just like not a problem at all. Uh, and the, the, you know, sand covers the platform with enough weight that he's able to get through. Uh, and he's, you know, bowing and all this stuff. As the poor lady is, like, still getting out of the water, like, dripping wet. All right, well, let's thank our two contestants. Uh, they're both going to get a free t-shirt. And then I come around and they get a t-shirt that says, I helped perform at the circus and all I got was the stupid t-shirt. And Alahara says, okay, now it's time. Let's see if I can do this. Uh, and someone comes up to her like an assistant and puts a blindfold on her and she's like, okay. And so she's got to jump up. So here's what she's going to try to do. So she knows she can do the endurance part, right? She's going to jump up and try and hang on the zip line with her legs and then do a flip on the end of it at the end to land on her feet. And then for the, the great doorway of endurance, uh, she's actually going to start to open a little bit and then wink and then do this like jump from several of these like supporting pillars and platforms in the area and go bounce 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 and just jump over the doorway i'm gonna roll acrobatics oh no i don't i don't think Aww. i did it i rolled real low well you rolled a two i rolled a two i i, I can i can fudge <laughs> as much as you want but that's not gonna be enough i know it's gonna be so bad <laughs> so so she 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 she's like okay so this is the plan she jumps on to the thing and like barely catches it with one foot. And so she's kind of barely holding on. And it looks, it obviously looks like she screwed up, but she's like holding on just like with one, one foot instead of both and can't quite get the other up there. So when she was trying to do this cool flip at the end, she instead just sort of flops off of it onto the platform, which is a bit uh, sad and, and um, almost comedic. Uh, and then she tries to do the jump, jump, jump off the things. But because like she like minorly twisted her ankle a little on this thing, she ends up screwing up one of the jumps and jumps right into the water, uh, which is is a little anticlimactic, but hopefully funny. Sending the clowns to pick you up and That's right. usher you off. And then she just sort of waves <laughs> to everyone and smiles until she gets backstage. And then she's like, I can't believe I screwed up that jump. And eh, no one noticed. Let me take a look at your ankle. Part of the act. Yeah, it's okay. At, it's all right. I just gotta walk it off. Ugh, so oh, bad. did you have the injury trait? Did you take an injury or anything? No, I didn't do any saving throws. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you did pretty well. The two people who were part of the act seemed to be very hesitant at first, but other than them being soaking wet, seemed to enjoy the uh, the obstacle course. Maybe we can get okay. ha- Hop over there as a blow dryer to just like heat him up and dry the clothes. <laughs> That's yep. right. So who wants to do match stick fling, a.k.a. fireproof flynn? 
He is a living matchstick who juggles flaming knives in an amazing exhibition certain to thrill and delight. Mm. Who wants to do matchstick? Don't everyone speak up at I'll once. I'll do matchstick. I was thinking about it. You already do. You want to do another two fire acts? Well, I I didn't want to, but I, I you know I wanted to, didn't want somebody else to have to do it. who didn't want to either. Well, Darius well, isn't do doing it. anything. No, so. I'll, yeah. I'll take yeah. care of Matchstick's act. Yes, Matchstick Flynn. Oh boy. So the lights go down, like almost out. People, you know, he and he like gets uh, into the ring. You know, no one sees him, and the lights are off long enough. For people to go like start murmuring like, is uh is everything okay? And as soon as that starts happening, he lights his hands up in this red, deep red crimson fire. Both his hands. And it arcs over his head. And swells with, you know, some dramatic music. And um, what he's doing is... I mean, his powers are flame manipulation, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what he's going to do is this sort of slow building like like it's almost like he's he himself is a slowly building bonfire right so it starts starts with his hands and he's doing these tricks where you know like a ribbon dancer takes the ribbon through the air and it makes shapes he's doing that with fire so let's make that roll okay he's a he's a um a tiefling so that's yeah. why he, he fools around with fire yeah so it's he basically loves it. a plus 16 for what right, i roll d20 plus 16 that's it. Boom, 35. 35? That's a critical success. He's wowed them with the, you know, his flowing, like, they're, they're dramatic and they're sharp, but they are oddly graceful, right? As he pulses fire to the music. So everyone's like, ooh, ah. And it's dark, so the only light is him. Uh, he's flaming like red. And then the color of the fire changes to like a bright yellow at the crescendo of the song as he, uh, you know, pulses it up the audience almost close enough to burn some eyebrows, but not quite. Oh, look at this. I should believe this guy. Did he roll another <laughs> no, 19? Yep. yep. Wow. Another 35? Okay, now this is not a critical success, but it's, right, it's, it's five, pretty but... damn good. Now it's actually agile, so it's only minus four. Oh, but... Good job. Everyone's like, ooh, but you scared ooh. them a little. You scared them yeah, a little. Yeah, scared them. I love fear. Yeah, yeah. They, they, so it's not critical because they are you, dog you know, people. Dogs don't like fire. Yeah, dogs don't like fire. They're all like you. No one likes howling. fire. I got news for you. Yeah, well. <laughs> and then well, the last well, Hap part. Hap likes fire. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, Hap's part genie. Then the fire at the end is this bluish flame, and it's these short staccato blasts, and it's like he's doing you know fireworks from his hands and like from you know just from his whole body so like the shape of the fire is him like doing these like poses as he uh you know he both hands up whoosh and a figure of fire like enlarges and 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 swells up and then disappears into the air then another pulse and he's you know doing like a a, a jig and the, the fire is also doing it with him and then, like, at the very end, there's, a, like, a big, like, explosion of light that blinds everybody. And then he's there in the circle. He's bowing with different colored flames around his, his body, circling him like, like Ion Stones do. Were they blinded by the light? Blinded by the light. Let's see the roll. 
And then the, the clowns come out yet? The clowns come out? Do we have clowns? Once per act, you can have yeah. them come Heck out. Here come the clowns, and then, like, you know, one of the clowns <laughs> farts, and oh, it's on fire. Wow, you always go there, don't you? Farts? Mm. Everyone loves a fart. Everyone hates fire, but love farts. Got it. Okay, you managed to save the performance with the clown. Okay. Good job, Mr. Matchstick. And then comes Miss Dancer. A horse and rider? No. The majestic dancer reveals magnificent wings, and Miss Dancer rises to the air above the crowds. And she has acrobatics or performance. Acrobatics is a plus 17. Ooh. And it's agile, so there. So who wants to do Miss Dancer? I was going to see if Rob Pontius would be willing to do it, and then I'll take one of them in Act 4. Uh, sure. Especially since I'm in the last act. All right, Rob Pontus. Well, first of all, Miss Dancer is upset that she's not in charge. So if anyone can do a pissy Miss Dancer, it's Rob P. Uh, let's see. Where is their poster? Did we Scrolling. get the poster for all the new ones? Yeah, they're in handouts. Oh, they're in handouts. All right. I think it begins with Miss Dancer already up in the rigging of the tent and all the lights open as Miss Dancer's wings are like tucked into their body and they drop down right before the ground. Their wings fly open and then they fly up and around the audience in a couple circles of the tent all while like grinning and chuckling almost happily and kind of like almost like touching at some of the torches and such as if teasing the fire like it's no big deal and i will do a performance check right which one's better i can't tell acrobatics was plus 17 i'll do the acrobatics I'm going to have Otteron do the same thing of starting with the worst. So I'll start with the most penalized, which would be minus really? 10, okay. then minus 5, then normal. Well, it's actually agile, so... Oh, there you go. Minus so eight. minus... I nine. like that way of doing it better. I do too. I think it's more cinematic. Minus 9, so... Minus 8. 17, yeah, plus 8. Oh, I need to use the bottom ones. Because, like, default... It, you're more likely to end on a big old failure. But if you start with a big old failure and then have a spectacular finish, then people are like, oh, I see. It was just faking it at the beginning. You rolled a one. Oh, no. Miss Tancer gets tangled up in the rigging and falls to the ground and suddenly seems to be rather injured. Darius, oh, wait. You, you're needed ah, to, to help I out. Think you rolled I did that wrong. Minus eight yeah. total. Yeah, I for, I did a minus eight because I didn't include the seven. So it's, oh. a, it's a plus seven. Is that what it is? What is oh, it? Oh, 17 minus eight is nine. So it's technically a 10. It's a 19 because you rolled a nine. Minus eight. It's no, okay, no. It's no, nine no, no. plus nine. It's 19 or 18. Yeah. Uh, right. Wait. It's got a plus 17 total. It's 17. So it's minus nine. eight. Yes. Minus eight. So nine. So it gets a total of plus nine for this. Yeah. You rolled a nine plus nine. It's 18. It's 18. Yeah, 
All right. Lauren's Instead, right. Instead, you roll an 18 for your acrobatics, and she does a really poor job. In fact, she just is having such a poor job and is so angry for not being the big number that she just leaves. She's just like, that, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm done. My, my act is over. And she just goes back to the, uh, goes back to the circus tents. Hap, you're up. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll step into the center ring. I'm going to leave Riley uh, out of this one. Hap's going solo as she gets more and more uh, of that bad teenager self-confidence, you know? I can do anything self-confidence. Let me just do some measurements. All right. I can almost hit everybody that there is with 120 feet almost all right so i've divided up's gonna kill the audience that's one way to put them out of their misery and take care of all the problems right mm-hmm. you know what if you killed everyone here tonight absalom would probably starve and you would kill like 300,000 people hap could be the biggest mass murderer since the mm. uh the tyrant yeah the thing is though the only thing getting killed tonight is this performance, because I'm about to murder it. Oh, this snap. audience doesn't even know what's coming. All right, so I've got this divided into three parts. That way I can correlate it with each of the skill checks. I'm going to lead with the minus 10, and this is the introduction of the act, and it will be about two minutes. As Hap comes out and the lights darken, the band that was playing for the other acts doesn't play for, for, for Hap right now. And as the lights go dim, you know, little glowing embers kind of like golden embers faintly rain from the ceiling and hap starts a very slow dance that people who have seen the show before would recognize and this will be my minus 10 check hey 24 on a minus 10 check i rolled a two so 24 but then you minus 10 so you got no no that is with the minus Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, right. Yep, yep, yep. I was going to say, you have a plus 32. <laughs> I know, you don't <laughs> yeah, have yeah, a plus no, no, 32. No, yeah, you're right. So you got a 14. So that... It's just uninteresting. It's, yeah. it's a critical failure. Because you actually get a plus one because you're using fire. So it's a minus nine. But still, come on, you rolled two. That's a critical yeah, failure. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you burn off, you burn some of the audience members and they're freaking out. Well, I'm job. not using, I'm not really using fire yet. I guess some of the embers. I guess some of the embers mm-hmm. fall into something mm-hmm. that's kind of hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 I don't even notice, though. I don't even notice because this is. No, a... you don't care. You well, don't no, care. It's not that she doesn't care. This is a new act for Hap. She doesn't it's care. a totally new style for her, believe it or not. So she's just really concentrating on not messing it up, and apparently is making her mess up. So now we're going to get into the next part. The dance is going to. This is going to be about two more minutes. The dance is going to speed up, and she's going to start pulling out some of those old school hat moves where like, you know, she'll real quick, like shift to the left and throw fire to the left real quick, shift to the right and throw fire to the right. And then she'll throw both of her hands forward and it look, or not forward up into the air. And it looks like she's thinking to fling fire in the air, but she only does it a little bit. It only flings just about like, Oh, fire only comes up like about five or 10 feet. And then it comes back down and coalesces into a violin. So she now has a fiery violin. And I'll roll my minus five check here. A nat one. Natural one. 
You're, you're doing great. Mm-hmm. Great job tonight. I'll hero point that one. Okay. I can't have a nat one. Like, okay, a, a six on the die, so. <laughs> 28. Yeah, so minus, minus five. Four. That's actually minus four because you get a plus one. So, um, 24. You're still not doing very well. <laughs> you're rolling. Yeah. You're rolling. You got to roll more than a than a five and six here. I'm just telling you yeah, right yeah. now. But that's okay. Because now we'll get to the part where... And then she'll play a song and then the band will kind of come in with her. And she's going to dance and she's going to play the violin. A nice upbeat, jaunty thing. And every now and then, like, w- w- with key notes or, like, with key changes into, like, a chorus or into something, you know, fire will accent the dance, but it's or accent, you know, like, the performance. But it's not going to be a key focus here. And as she gets nearer and nearer to the final end of the song, she comes in for a big finish, and she'll let, you know, fire kind of go out. And, and as her last piece of the song, she's going to incorporate a spell i am using enthrall so all creatures within 120 feet are fascinated while i am singing and or you know doing a a performance yeah so that's about it it just fascinates them and then with this i'll do my regular performance check I'm leaning, I'm trying to lean even harder into the genie magic stuff. Okay. 32 plus whatever. So, sure, you succeed in enthralling them and using your cheat, you manage to save the performance at the end. And that's like suddenly they forget the horrible failures of the first two parts of the act. Okay. Well, wasn't the best, but it's a new, it's a new style incorporating music for Hap. So then she'll take a bow. And she'll come back out. So according to my math here, and using the new simplified system, I'm just doing successes and failures and counting them up. And you have eight successes and six failures. So awesome. It's about the same as your ability to save Shunies. So keep it up. Good job, people. (laughs) That is partially because we're doing all three roles where we realize we didn't have to, but then it seems like you're just not trying. What do you mean? We, we're doing the same roles. I'm doing the same math as before. I'm just not putting numbers against it. Right. I, I just meant before we had realized you don't always have to do all three roles. Where if we did just the two roles of our act, then it's Wait, usually no. safer. We, we homebrewed that. We're now doing all three roles, oh, remember? No, no. Oh, I homebrewed that yeah. quite a while ago. Yeah, we're doing all three <laughs> roles. Everything's on track. Yeah, I know we're doing all three roles. I'm saying... No, never mind. Yes. Anyhow, final finale. We have... Avora, we have the Aquakineticist, and Acheron. If anyone should be the Aquakineticist, it's gotta be Vanessa. Because oh, anyone no. on planet know more about kineticists than Vanessa? Hello? Did oh you write a whole book about Haha, <laughs> I got you. I got you. How can you get your way out of this one? You can't! I can't. There's no way I can get out of this one. <laughs> you want to go first, or does someone want to do uh, e, uh, the Avora and Gigi? I figured I'll probably do Avora and Gigi. Okay. If you want to think about them for a moment, I think I've got an idea down for our uh, fantastic aqua kineticist. See him cause water to rise, 
to flow, to dance in the air before your very eyes. Magical water. Dun, dun, dun. Prince Nemo, or Nemo. What's his name? The guy from, uh, not Aquaman, the other one. Namor. Prince Namor. Namor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Prince Namor, that's the guy's name? Yep. All right. Uh, so Prince Namor uh, begins, uh, there is just one of those like big pools of water that they kind of roll in and roll out, like we saw them in the first act when Alhara fell into one and some of the audience members fell into one. And they wheel that out, and then the spotlight hits it, and there's a drum roll, and all of a sudden, all at once, there's this big geyser of water, and Prince Namor rides up to the top on it, uh, just sitting cross-legged on top of this geyser of water, uh, just you know, far above the audience. Uh, and he smiles and waves to folks, and then uh, dives back down. And he does. Uh, he starts off with several maneuvers, where basically the the water is flying up in the air in geysers. At first, straight geysers, and he's just sort of leaping into the air with the water. And then they start to do corkscrews and other interesting shapes and spirals as he goes way up in the in the air and then dives back into the water uh, and we will roll the first check. Uh, what is this based off of that? Plus 17 on acrobatics. Acrobatics, very good, very good. Oh, so not, not so great. Uh, so I got a 22. 22 on a plus 17, you rolled a plus 5. I rolled a 5. I'll say it's acceptable, yeah. it's good enough. It's not, it's not great. It's okay, it's okay. So he's like, okay, I really got to He's like, I, I really got to fix this. This wasn't so great. So then he slowly raises himself about mid height on one of those geysers, just a nice gentle spire of water, and starts to conduct like a conductor would conduct an orchestra, but conduct water droplets all around him. And it's like one of those, you know, fountains outside the Bellagio or something, uh, as he's trying to make the water sort of dance around uh, in time with the music. Does he have Agile? He does not. But Great. that's also why he has, a, well, he has a plus 17. Yeah. But okay, we'll just see what happens. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you, you, you rolled a 31. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. I, I'd say he does a great job there. Everyone's excited. Yeah, okay. So they're loving this like musically timed show. And the last thing he does, you know, everyone's enjoying it. And he wants to do this big grand finale as the music is swelling. Uh, and all of a sudden, these these other side spotlights coming in from the edge have these really narrow beams. And he lifts these, like, sheets of water up and then starts to manipulate them on a very fine level, trying to create essentially prisms so that as the light hits the, the sheet of water, it bounces and bends and then hits the ground and makes shapes of light on the ground that move around like a snake and a bird and all these things. It's like shadow puppets, but with light bending by manipulating the water. So he's going to give this a shot. He's done it before, and he knows it's risky, but he also knows he needs to make up for that first failure. Oh no, I rolled a four. He gets a total of 11. He ends up with just, just like light bouncing around. Sometimes it gets in the audience's eyes, and they're not super happy about it. But he's like, look, it's, it's light going through water. <laughs> okay. He was down in that oubliette for some time. It's Nine okay. successes, eight failures. Can you salvage the show? I guess we're going to find out. They didn't mind it at first, but you know what? 
There seems to be a lot of fire and water in this circus, maybe too much so. People seem to be getting either really hot or wet. <laughs> hot and wet. Hot and wet. I mean, I don't see the problem. Mm. That's funny. Evora and Gigi, you're up. Yeah, so I don't have a good plan with them, but I have something, and we'll, we'll try it this out. This dynamic duo demonstrates their unmatched strength. You've seen an elephant carry a person, but can Evora bear the weight of her mammoth Gigi? That's right. First, Gigi carries Evora, and then Evora carries Gigi. Dun, dun, dun. She has a plus 20 to her rolls. She does? Uh-huh. Where's the plus one come from? Because she's using athletics and she's using injury. You get a plus one if you're using the same one. Okay. Good to go. All right. So I'm going to kind of lean into the ballerina dress that she's wearing, I guess. And um, she'll, you know, Gigi will carry Avora out. And Avora will be like kind of just athletics and nature. Ooh. I guess she'll be doing like a ballerina handstand on top of her mammoth as they come out. And just to set the scene, this will be a minus our minus 10 here. Hey, uh, you know, not a bad effort for a, a 24. A 24? You're going backwards? You're using the worst rule first? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well it, it makes more sense, you know, because in a movie, all the boring parts are at the beginning and then all the good parts are at the end. You know, it's the same with music. It's the same with everything. So you do the boring stuff up front. Okay, well, you succeed. Can only go up from here. Okay. And then after that, she'll reach the ring that they're in, and she'll do a flip off of her mammoth and land with, like, like, like some interesting superhero pose, I guess. And this will be minus five. (laughs) Roll the three. Uh-oh. Okay. So that's not very interesting, you know? Uh, let's see. Well, yeah, she's okay. She's, she does. She stumbles on the dismount. So, All right. Last but not least, All right. the big finale. Yep, and then, and then she'll kind of, like, do a little tiddly-tiddly ballerina move over underneath Gigi the Mammoth, and then, you know, like, stretch her knuckles out and then... Try to lift the mammoth. Okay, here we go. Mammoth lifting time. You can do it. 32. She does it. She successfully strains, but... And everyone's like... And they're stunned as this gigantic mammoth is being lifted off the ground by a green woman in a pink tutu dress. Okay. And, you know, they will both take a bow and exit the... The rings. Exit stage left. So what do we have? We have 11 successes and 9 failures. Atron, it's all up to you, baby. Alright. So, Atron's trick, depending on how much we're tracking, finally got to go magical because of the aquakineticist being included and alchemical because of the alchemists that we added. The rat folk? The rat folk, yeah. Yeah. So... Atron will use some of their alchemical ingredients for a plus one on their checks, which is great. And Atron's also going to spend a fifth level spell slot. So theoretically, that's an extra five enhance or five excitement. So the tent goes dark, save for the flickering of some torchlight at the edges of the tent before those too dim and take on a deep violet light 
A faint light appears from a large black cauldron, incandescent liquid bubbling within. It floats forward as Ataran walks behind it, their chins slowly inclining as they do so, so that they might look down their nose at the assembled. They nod and lower their chin, raising their hands before their face. Erolavodik, they chant, sending wood flying from the dark edges of the tent to gather in the center and then burst aflame. The cauldron lands atop it as smoke begins to twirl up from the wood. It's time for the magic to begin, they call out loudly. And I will do my first roll at the minus 10. I'm using occultism. So let's see. It'll be 1d20 plus 20 plus 1, but minus 10. So that's my occultism check at plus 11. Or well, my occultism check at minus 9, effectively. Oh, I rolled a 3. Lovely. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. That is a 14. Send in the clouds. Yeah, we can. We haven't yet, huh? Nope. Oh, goody. Yep, I guess the clowns come rolling in from the darkness as people are just finding it a little boring there at the beginning. And the clowns rush in, kind of like try to bring some stuff into the cauldron and Octoron like chases them away angrily. Lovely. All right, the wood begins to smoke as Acheron, now having chased all the clowns away, throws both hands forward, tossing in oak wood, foxfire, and a few other herbs from their sleeves to join the fire, as some of the splash liquid causes some of the wood to hiss. The smoke turns of azure like rolling seas, uh, violet like spring flowers, and green mosses that smoke weaving into the crowd. It smells heavily of cardamom, orange, chocolate, and the cauldron bubbles and frosts and hisses while strange motes rise up into the air, crackling with a pop. The smoke twirls and twists, forming shapes reminiscent of Hap and Darius Ahara, even Ataran. They battle furious folk from the Darklands, all while Ataran watches with a shrewd, focused glare. All the Dark Folk fall, and the group returns to the big top of the Circus of Wayward Wonders before gathering aboard a ship of shadow and smoke to set sail. And I will make my second check now at minus four. Mm -hmm. I rolled a 12. So plus 20 is 32 minus four. More is than enough. You succeed. Woohoo. And as people like ooh and ah, Atron continues. And now with cockatrice, bladder, ghoul's flesh, demon's horns, olgas, tears, bullets, fin, Atron begins informing of a list of ingredients they add to the cauldron. Each ingredient brings a new snap to the air, new colors to the smoke, and new scents to tantalize the crowd with visions of various shapes appearing, including creatures like a massive pride demon, corrupted undead, Zolgas, and scenes form like farms, the tower, and an underground ruined temple. The cauldron begins to bubble over as pale colored facsimiles of the monsters mentioned fly about the tent, shaking fists and attacking those present pouting and ranting as the rest of the Wayward Runders acts emerge from the smoke and help the heroes drive off the monsters. Ataran's eyes widen out of amusement as their smile broadens. The fire builds as they chant, A flash sends twirling bands of smoke and blue, green, and violet fire up into the air. A massive Iron Maiden with rolling shadows manifests and Ataran quickly walks back into it as their smile becomes a grin. Both disappear with a flourish of violet smoke and shadow as Atron's laughter echoes throughout the tent and the fire beneath the cauldron goes out. 
And I will make my last occultism roll at plus one. Which <laughs> is a 26 because I rolled a five. Lovely. You barely make it. Great. <laughs> we are so bad tonight. <laughs> but hey, it passed. So <laughs> in the end, I have a total of 15 successes and 11 failures. Because Miss Dancers were automatically critical failures when she left. So Lovely. you put on an okay show? Not your best. Definitely not your best. But you know what? These people are easy because they have had such a hard life. They're happy to see anything. So sure enough, at the end, big rounds of applause. Yay. Lots of barking and howling Ooh. from the Shunis. And you can tell that people in this part of the world are used to it. Seems to be... Uh, pretty acceptable even some of the human folk are joining in on the fun and doing a little howling as well so you come out and everyone everyone had a good time even even though you didn't put on the best show you know it but they don't seem to know it they're just happy oh good something's happening that's not causing them you know to starve to death for once in a while so oh, good job <laughs> good job of taking their you distracted off. us from our doomed lives thanks pretty much you distracted oh. them from death and destruction that they've been having for every day for the last couple of years. Good work, people. Yeah, I think if 33% of our roles are failures, we'd be having an excellent show. And this is this is closer to 50%. So yeah, it's definitely not the greatest. But it, as long as they had fun, that's all that matters. They can't all be winners. Yeah, I was so excited to do this act. I've had like, I've, I have like a long list of notes for it. And just the dice are just like, nah. Sit the down, enthrall is great. Do what? The enthrall is great. Makes oh, perfect I love sense. It. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that so like on point, you yep. know, or like on brand for this? Totally. I'm, I'm trying to lean more into the genie magic instead of like, here, I'm just throwing fire right now. We're going to enchant you with mystical you know, like heat and genie desert magic. Well, that stuff. saved it, actually. If you didn't do that, you guys might have... That was the difference between a success and failure. You might have actually failed, wow. if you think about it, because, yeah, it almost was the difference, because otherwise it would have been like 13-13, probably. Wow. So, mm, simplified rules are still tricky. Anyhow, at the end, Opera Vandy comes over to you and obviously shakes your hand, and he's... He's just like, oh, that was so much fun. That was so great. Oh, that was that was one of the greatest things I've, I've ever seen. And I've been to Absalon, let me tell you. I mean, this is this is wonderful, wonderful. I, I I think you need to bring your show on the road and bring it to other towns. They need to they need to see this. And I'm sure all the Shunis are gonna bring it over to Madden Cleve and tell them all about it. I'm sure they're very excited and they'll want to see it because, you know, it, it's a it's a big commitment for people to come down here and, and then stay here for the night and, and then go back back the next day i mean the shoonies you know they they kind of you know go together like a clan so i'm sure they'll be fine uh you know off outside of town but everyone else yeah uh, you're gonna have to go from town to town but this is a great job great job i tell you uh, i'm so proud of you all i like the idea that the scaling dcs is for us and not for the audience that like to us that was a failure but to the audience they're like wow 
was so cool. But then we go behind the scenes, we're like, the hell was that? I can't yeah. believe you drove, <laughs> you know? Damn it. Isn't it how it is in real life? Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> So I was ready to just be all mad about scaling DCs, but I think that's actually a really cool way to look at it. Yeah, the scaling DCs are for you. It's not for necessarily them. I mean, a critical failure is a critical failure, but the failure is relative. You know, that's like when you go to a juggling act and someone drops a knife. Like, yeah, that's a failure, but it's not so bad. Critical failures, you like set someone on fire by accident. That's a critical failure. So it's okay. you drop the knife and impale your foot. <laughs> okay. Well, that that could be a critical success depending on how you look at it. Yeah, that's fair. Anyhow, with that, everyone's excited. Everyone seems to be a little happier. Everyone seems to be just thrilled with the job you did here. The town of Carrick now loves you. You have new friends in town. I'm sure you never have to pay for another bar tab ever again. Good job, Carrick people. We'll save money just on Darius alone. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that Magic Missile can solve any problem. (laughs) 